Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Well, never before have farmers been more dependent on information, conversation, and assistance from their financial partner. Uh, time to visit with our friends from Compure Financial who have been diligently working behind the scenes remotely as best they can to make sure that everything from day-to-day operations is being taken care of for our farmers, as well as uh, some special opportunities that are presenting themselves because of COVID-19. Joining us now is Rod Hebring. He is the CEO of Compure Financial and uh, joining us for a quick update. Now, the news we have on our website, MidwestFarmReport.com, can give you more details. Rod, let's talk about the announcement that uh, Compure made as a member of the Farm Credit Cooperative. $830,000 that's headed to Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin communities to help those that help others. Tell me a little bit about this. Well, you're right, Pam. Uh, you may know that we have a, a Compure Fund for Rural America that's part of our corporate giving program where we dedicate funds every year to a lot of community and rural projects and youth projects across the three states in which we operate. But uh, like a lot of others, we decided we needed to to step up more and to focus our efforts on the impacts of COVID-19 in the agricultural community and rural communities. And so uh, the the board that oversees the, the Compure Fund uh, has dedicated $830,000 to various giving programs. Now, some of that is for local food shelves, some of it is for local, other local organizations through our offices to, to support other projects that they may have had to cancel along the way. Uh, we're doing more to support rural health care facilities, a priority on, on first responders, and some of it is just you know, gift cards and support for those who are working in the medical community uh, to help them as they put in a lot more hours along the way. But it's that need to step up and to share more and to do what we can as a good corporate citizen to help support our clients and rural communities and those who are serving others in rural communities. Yeah, that's that's one thing I don't think is getting enough attention. We focus in on the stress of the healthcare workers in our urban areas. For me, that'd be Madison, Milwaukee, that type of thing. But I really uh, wonder how our rural healthcare folks are doing. Uh, so many communities, Rod, lean on that volunteer side of serving. You know, volunteer fire departments, volunteer EMTs, that type of thing. So. I'm sure they'll welcome this assistance. Well, absolutely. Uh, volunteers are critical in rural communities, and rural hospitals are, are generally short on resources as it is in normal times. And then you get into a situation like this where we're stressing that health care system, and, and there are other shortages that emerge. And so that's certainly where, where some of the funds are going is to help them with with additional needs and resources that they're going to, to need as they get through the crisis. And, you know, this isn't going to do it alone, but hopefully it can be one of, of what we see from support from across the community to help them get through the process. Food shelves are in the same position. And so some of our, the dollars that we're adding are going to local food shelves because we know the demand for their services is going to be increasing. Right, right. Just out of curiosity, Rod, when, when your group came together, uh, were they presented any statistics or I, I guess that being able to tell that story behind the scenes of the information that Compeer's board looked at that maybe shocked them of how dire the need is in rural communities for this type of assistance. 
Well, there's all kinds of t- statistics out there, but I don't think at this point in time it's necessarily pointing to a specific number, a specific uh, demand. It's more just the understanding that as we experience COVID-19, the ramifications are broad spread, they're, they're widespread, and they're reaching into areas I don't think we fully appreciate yet. And so we know there's these emerging needs, and rather than wait for something to tell us that we're behind the ball, we wanted to get out in front of it and, and add some resources where we could uh, to make a difference in, in the lives of rural community and for our client base. Rod Hebrings along with us, CEO of Compure Financial. You should know that uh, this Fund for Rural America is going to have two different grants that will be available. They expect that one for general use will open for applications on May 1st uh, through the month of May, accepting applications. And then they expect that they'll also have more emergency response equipment grant programs that will start up later this year. Like I said, more details at MidwestFarmReport.com. Hey, Rod, let's talk about another program that so many farmers are in dire need of and have been working with their compere lenders to try to get qualified for and applied for, and that's the uh, Paycheck Protection Plan through the Small Business Administration. What's the latest that your offices are telling you about that Paycheck Protection and its potential impact on farms? Well, if your listeners don't know, this Paycheck Protection Program is part of the um, overall federal response, a $2.3 trillion bill that was passed in late March and signed into law. And this allows small employers, employers with 500 or fewer employees. Uh, it's, it's a program designed to keep employees on the payroll. And so employers are eligible for up to two and a half months of payroll in a low interest loan that is designed to be forgiven if, if they keep the employees on the payroll or maintain the payroll. And so you can apply for up to two and a half million dollars or two and a half months of your payroll. And um, there's some other ancillary expenses that can be included in that. And so we've been doing all we can to get that word out to our clients. And and so at at this point in time, we've processed over 900 loans for farmers and and agribusinesses for over $100 million in our territory. And that's a huge, it's growing. I, I know we still have a couple hundred applications that we need to work through. And I suspect there's more coming in uh, this week as well. But that's a major financial uh, benefit to agriculture, to farmers, and farmers are eligible uh, for the program. Oftentimes they're not eligible for SBA programs. But this has been extended to agriculture and farmers, and so they need to be aware of it. We have lots of contact going on between our loan officers and, and farmers, and there's more information about it available on compfear.com, or be sure to call our, one of our offices or call your loan officer and learn more about the about the details of the program and whether it applies to you. Have Is there any indication, Rod, at all? Uh, there's been concerns that maybe the money runs out before everyone can be served. Do we know anything more about that? Well, it's going quickly. Uh, there was about $350 billion that was allocated to the program, and I know uh, as of late last week, it was I think we were running close to half of it that was used up. Uh, Congress is talking about allocating an additional $250 billion to the program, but, of course, that is subject to negotiations, and it's uh, the way Congress works, you're never certain until 
you get that final vote taken and, it, and it's a done deal. But um, there's a high demand. And so, yes, we encourage people who have an interest uh, to apply early before funds run low. And I've been stressing also, regardless of size, at least investigate the possibilities. Don't don't just automatically count yourself out. Oh, absolutely. And, and of course, most of agriculture does qualify as smaller employers, whether it's just a couple of employees that you might have. Many dairies have some, some outside labor that are utilized today. And even um, individual operations, sole proprietors, are going to be eligible. That program opened up on Friday of April 10th. I don't know as much about the details of that program, but there are provisions for individual operations as well, even without employees. So it's worth checking into. Uh, we know that agriculture, like a lot of other industries, is going to take some hits uh, with reduced revenue through through this challenge in the economy that's being created. Uh, and so these programs are designed to provide that assistance. You need to take advantage of it and explore it. Absolutely. Rod Hebrink along with us. He's the CEO of Compure Financial. Again, a couple different messages we want you to remember. First of all, beginning May 1st, they're going to open up uh, the first of two grants for the Fund for Rural America program, which basically is to help your rural community, your emergency responders, your uh, volunteer fire departments later this year with more grant money for equipment. So check that out, compure.com backslash giving back. And then, like Rod said, if you have not yet had that conversation with your Compure lender about the Paycheck Protection Program through the Small Business Administration, do have that conversation as quickly as possible to find out what benefits it may have for you. Compure Financial, they're uh, in it with you, so make sure that you're tapping into those resources. Rod Hebrink along with us. And again, for more, remember, Compure.com or check in with your local Compure office across the state of Wisconsin. I'm P.M. Yonke.